Welcome back to the Bronze Nugget Podcast, where we share little nuggets of information that we can't promise are valuable. I'm Wayne. And I'm Jenna. And sometime we need to switch this up and you need to say that instead of me. I, and then I can really just be good like, at it. I get too anxious. <laughs> and then I can just be like, and I'm Wayne. And, and I can't even <laughs> say my name properly. I'm like, I'm Jenna. <laughs> I say it so weird. Like, what happens to the J? Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, what a great, fantastic intro to to go into our new podcast, Being Back from Jamaica, our first time. Being back from first time being back out from of the Jamaica. <laughs> yep, that's <'Cause> right. <laughs> Man, we're I'm really sliding right back into that bronze tier content right now. <laughs> this is I'll let you take it away. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, save it, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, we're back from vacation, which is sad, but also I mean it's always good to come home. Um, I definitely have had, like, post-wedding blues. I've just been <laughs> so sad because I've been planning this for a year and a half and just so excited and looking forward to it. And it was everything I dreamed. Like, we talked about it and how awesome our day was and everything. And I'm so happy with how everything was. But I'm just like, it's over. Yeah, it's like, over. it makes me so sad. And she's really realizing who she married. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> The, the marriage re- part the- is great. I understand the <laughs> wedding part is over. No, I, I was just talking to her about this earlier. Well, you about this earlier. Um, about how it. I think what makes it sad and like such a good memory at the same time is I was like, man, I wish we could just have all of these people that we really do like being around all in the same place more often. Yeah, I think you said that last time. Oh, I on did? On the last podcast that the, oh, your yeah. favorite part was the reception because... Yeah, everyone. From all, all of my best buddies. Yeah, yeah, and all of all of like our family members. I was like, yeah, I think what makes it sad is we actually want to be around those people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. So, anyways, back to regular life. Um, and the main topic for our podcast today will be about jobs. Um, quitting a job, doing what you like, what you're passionate about, like the pros and cons of just making certain decisions in like in your work and your career so um back to the grind for that but we have a lot of thoughts on that because of the recent changes I went through so but we are going to you know kick it off back with our recommendations and current events so uh I think the most current thing still is uh COVID right now what with the new Delta variant and how we thought we were in the clear, finally, after, you know, a long year and a half, but looks like some things have definitely backpedaled because of this new development. Um, it's disappointing, but, you know, it's important that we keep putting in the work so that we can get over this together. Um, the especially hot topic now is the vaccine. Um, and how it's of- being util- used as something so... A lot of things are requiring proof of vaccination now and a lot of people are. It's just, I feel like a vaccine, a scientific thing has been turned into a political thing, which it should never be. Well, yeah, we like watch like videos or whatever, like the one TikTok you saw that a doctor's like, you need brain surgery. And they're like, okay, also this vaccine, it will really help you. Mm, No, I don't trust you. That's too far. (laughs) Yeah, like the doctor's like, I'm going to. I'm going to do an experimental surgery where I replace your kidney with your spleen or something like <laughs> really crazy. And he's like, oh, I totally trust you, doctor. You're the expert. And then the doctor's like, I need you to get a vaccine. 
Hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the logic. The logic. It's just out the window. So I normally don't like to pick like fights or arguments or debates with people online. I post a lot of the stuff, obviously, that I like believe and think and is important. Like I post that to my own story, but I usually don't engage with people because on social media, it's just they... Everyone really just, you're not going to change someone's mind. Um, and if you think it's important to say something to someone, absolutely do that. Like, all the power to you. I just am a very sensitive person. <laughs> and I take a lot of things personally. And I think I really struggle and might get too heated about stuff. But, so, anyways, <laughs> this girl had said something um, about whether you think the vaccine should be mandated or not. Um, and so that just like got me thinking about what I would want to say to a question like that. Um, and I said, I don't necessarily think it should be mandated because then we'll have a whole because it is problems. Because it is infringing on your rights like, if that happens, you know? Like, yeah. And obviously science is there. You should get it. But if it was mandated, it would put pose a lot more problems so my opinion it shouldn't be mandated but then businesses or corporations or any anywhere whatever has the right to hire and fire how they want to provide service or not like it's the same idea as like no shirt no shoes no service if you're not wearing a shirt you can't come in if you don't have a vaccine can't come in and that is their right as a business to have the rules that they have in order to keep people safe like it is a safety concern so if you don't want it fine stay home <laughs> like just, stay home and don't go anywhere i just wish that covid was more reliable when it came to symptoms and how it impacts people because it has such a wide variety of like extremes that and also just super easy to deal with symptoms that some people get it and they're just like well that was a joke and then they just kind of spread that feeling of covid is something that you can easily get over when right. when you hear about all these people that have family members who have died from this like my grandma she is overweight uh dangerously overweight and she also has asthma and so since it's a respiratory mainly a respiratory mm -hmm. thing uh when when she got covid i thought she was gonna die i thought i was gonna have to say goodbye yeah. to my grandma within that week but somehow by some miracle it was basically just a pretty brutal cold and she had to stay in the hospital for a week. But so like my personal experience, yeah, I haven't experienced the extreme, but I've experienced the fear of the possibility of a loved one dying. So right. I just think it's one of those things that people have to experience to truly understand. And that's just something that kind of sucks. Yeah, definitely. It just, I just wish people were more considerate of others i think uh, it's such a simple thing to say wow i wish people cared about other people a lot of our world's problems would be solved if people could just do that but that's really what it is like you're not wearing a mask to help yourself it's to help other people and so if you can just kind of look at it from a bigger perspective like globally whatever helping others then it's a lot easier to do and i'm willing to do that and i want to share that with others I don't know, about why safety is important. <laughs> I think it also, like, playing off of, like, what you were saying, like, most people have their minds made up when it comes to this, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to politics. 
I, I think it takes a very special evolved type of person to be able to keep an open mind and be willing to, to admit that they're uh, wrong, yeah, admit that they're wrong, or even to maintain a state of, Hey, I'm keeping my mind open and I'm willing to change how I think if they yeah. make a good point that I agree with. Yeah. And I think very few people can actually do yeah. that. It requires some sort of ego death yeah. or someone with a great amount of empathy and understanding right. or if it's between people that are already close right. to, to to begin with. so Well, maybe the next evolution of humans will figure that one out. <laughs> nah, this, there, there's just going to be AIs on this planet. Uh, let's get real. We're going to invent oh, AIs God. in the next hundred years, and they're going to be running the planet. They're probably just going to kill us off because there's no point in yeah, keeping us greedy. Yeah, coming for me first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> greedy. Yeah, freaking... Uh, Alexa. Alexa, I was gonna say Alexa's been yelled at one too many times. Yeah, Alexa's taken too much, t- too much verbal abuse from people <laughs> around the world. She so knows true. everything. Yeah, but yeah, that's what apparently Elon Musk. What a funny little transition. Apparently, Elon Musk said that the more dangerous than nuclear uh, war is AI. Oof. So. But I totally believe it. AI, man, like way more intelligent. We rely on AI already for so much. Yeah. So much important GPS? things. GPS. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love GPSs. I would not be able to go down the street if I didn't have my GPS. <laughs> I, we'd, we'd just be inside. All, we'd be in quarantine permanently because yeah. I couldn't make it to my yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, okay. Anyways, just to wrap up that whole thing, uh, my sta- statement is listen to science and care about other people. <laughs> and don't think that we don't understand how much of a pain it can be to like wear masks after being vaccinated because we wore them for 14 to 16 straight hours <laughs> in, the airport. in airports and it was frustrating but we knew we had to do it for the safety of others so exactly we'll suck and, it up with you yeah and it kept my face warm while we were sleeping <laughs> oh, <yeah. In laughs> i was that, like i kept it on for selfish reasons yeah. i don't know what you're talking yeah about. and if you guys don't know what we're talking about check out our previous episode it's really short it's like 30 minutes and it goes into why we froze to death in an airport. In an airport. And you're speaking Super to our spirits. Super fun times. <laughs> yeah. um, but now I want to move into our wrecks. Um, we finished Atypical, that, the one we've been recommending for a couple episodes. Uh, Netflix special just wrapped up their fourth and final season. Yeah. Seasons one through three, impeccable. Some <laughs> of the best TV I've watched, especially Netflix original-wise. Season four, I was honestly kind of disappointed. I was happy that they made a season four because it was more atypical and it was the characters I loved and stuff and watching them evolve even further. However, the storyline felt a little bit jumbled to me and a lot of loose ends that were not tied up or tied up rigorously, almost like they were winging it. You mean haphazardly? Haphazardly, not rigorously. (laughs) Thank you. My other half fixes me again. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like, I have the same-ish opinion but i just think that the character development in season four was so off like they kind of almost like pushed some characters too far they pressed fast forward on it and it was was just like like, rapid yeah so but i still enjoyed it i don't know i get in this thing where when i start watching a show it's like all i want to watch because i get so sucked into the world and the characters and stuff and so it's hard for me to transition to watching another show at all because i'm just like oh I want to go back to watching my friends, like see what I, they're up to, you I, know? Yeah, I, I see a, I see a uh, pattern here. Uh, you have after wedding blues and then you have after atypical blues. Yes, yeah, everything's just ending. Because the characters, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what makes that show so so special is those characters are so well-crafted. They are so believable. 
and you just get accustomed to seeing them. I miss seeing them. I know. <laughs> I guess we have to start over again. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm down. That's uh, my second time I've watched that. So yeah. It's way good. Yep. Zahid. Yeah. Shout out so Zahid. You, Casey's my fave. <laughs> yeah. Zahid's my favorite. What a bro. <laughs> best friend. Anyways, if you guys are curious, Side go check it out. Side characters are always the best. Yeah. It's you true. know? So, yeah. anyways. So that's the old recommendation. <laughs> the old <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> but the. So I made Wayne start watching this with me. We were super apprehensive of it. If you've seen it being advertised on Netflix, it's the Sexy Beast. It looks Dating ridiculous. TV reality show. It looks like a furry's <laughs> wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> and and we were like, that looks so awful. awful. We are not watching that. And we were desperate enough after finishing Atypical, what a transition. That throw something on we, while you're eating yeah. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Which will lead us into another oh. <laughs> <laughs> recommendation. But we threw it on and it's actually not that bad. It's a really cool concept. Pretty amusing. It's like Love is Blind, which is our other recommendation because Love is Blind came out with like three extra episodes The after the altar. It's not season two yet. They are going to come out with It's a catch up with the characters and yeah. the cast two years after the show aired. Right. And so... Um, Anyways, we'll get to that. But with the Sexy Beasts, I was really hesitant about it. I kept getting it thrown at me because I watch a lot of reality TV shows. Um, But I listened to another podcast, actually, and they said, like, I understand. You think it's so bizarre, but you start watching it, and then you can't stop watching it. And I'm here to attest that is true. (laughs) Yeah. It's because it's in, like, they're 20-minute episodes. Like, they're extremely short. But they're jam-packed and they're just moving so fast. It almost feels like a TikTok video because right, there's something like, constantly going on, but it's so condensed and nutshelled, it's like really entertaining. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. we didn't even say what it's about. I think you can kind of infer from the title, but it is a dating show where it's like a guy or a girl and then three guy or girl like contestants that they're like speed dating and then they choose one of them at the end. And they're all wearing like animal or... Just weird cosplay, like, like it, it looks like, yeah, it looks like costume, movie prosthetics. It's like full yeah. on like makeup transforming them. It's very impressive. Something. They definitely have professional movie prosthetic artists or whatever right. you would want to call them. But it's so hilarious because some of them, like there's this one girl, she's like a reindeer. She has like, like brunette curls and like antlers and flowers on her. And then there's a girl who's an effing like zombie with like brains <laughs> coming out of her head. I'm like... <laughs> I think books might still matter a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I like the concept of the show. It takes the shallowness out of dating, which yeah. I really appreciate. So it's just cool, and it's really fun to see the reveal of, like, you get to know these people with their weird costumes on, and then they do the reveal of what they actually look like. Mm-hmm. And it really goes to show that some people just do not fit what their personality, yeah, like what you would imagine. It's just yeah. cool breaking what you're, you've always just come to know as normal. So, right. so yeah. I, really cool. If you're looking for a very short, light TV show to watch, that's a very good option to just throw on. Yeah, totally. Yep. yep. And like I said, very Love is Blind-esque as far as like getting to yeah. know someone without Just much the, goofier than Love yeah, is Blind. Yeah, without the... Um, the physical aspect. Yeah, exactly. And so um, it was good to catch up on all the love is blind people. It was so dramatic. Of course. Uh (laughs) It's good to know that they haven't changed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, yeah. Super interesting. We would recommend it if you're into reality TV at all. It got us excited for the next season. That's going to be coming out. I cannot wait. Like love is blind is my favorite reality TV show of all time. I've always been obsessed with reality TV. Um, especially the bachelor bachelorette, uh, 
watched every season <laughs> and so i would make wayne watch it with me and he actually liked it more than he the thought peter he would. season i yeah. love the peter i think if i would have watched bachelor because i've watched Highlight. a little bit and i enjoy it but i haven't enjoyed it at all as much i really truly think even though pilot pete was an idiot <laughs> during that season i think that's what made the season so good and i really do believe that's my favorite season so oh, far interesting and it's definitely like there's things every season. There's a lot of fluff or whatever. The farther along you watch it, the more invested you get because you learn to get to know the people more and more. Um, but, yeah, so I got Wayne uh, started a little bit in the reality TV scene with The And now Bachelor, I can't stop. But now he – then we watched Love is Blind, and he was obsessed with that. And so yeah. he's just – every couple weeks, he's like, when is the next season yeah. coming out? <laughs> Love is Blind, and then what's the MTV reality TV oh, show that are you we the watch? one? Are you the one? Those are my two favorites. Top, yeah. top picks. Well, because you're obsessed with Ethan. Yeah, Ethan was on season. So he's a rapper I've been following for a long e -money. time. And he's only got like <laughs> 60,000 now, but he got all of those from being on Are You The One. But he's just a really funny, very entertaining, charismatic dude that I've followed yeah. on Instagram. Like, I've literally DM'd him and talked with him multiple times. Maybe we can get him on this podcast. I, 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 would, I might actually try. That would be cool. <laughs> but he is super cool, and he was on season six of that. So I, I watched it just because he's on it, and I actually really ended up enjoying yeah. it. So that's another Trashy good reality TV. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we, we're giving you that bronze tier content to watch and partake it's in. It's just entertaining. Like, that's what it is. It's entertaining. And that's what we watch TV for. So I know that it's trash. I'm fully will willing to admit yeah, that. But yeah. it, it's entertaining to but, me. It, but it's really interesting, like, going into the back background of these TV shows. A lot of people say that they're scripted. But with Are You the One, at least with Ethan, his NDA ended up mm -hmm. being done. And he's like, you wouldn't believe that almost none of that was scripted. It's just that, that these shows are designed in a way to put these people in situations that they've never been in before with no contact from the outside world. Exactly. And exactly. no, yeah. So you're literally just in this bubble and it makes you act differently. And he, that's literally how he described it. He's like, there's just these, all these people in this little bubble with no one to talk to but each other. And just crap happens. It's exactly. like a little experiment. Yeah. And that's why I don't think, like, reality TV, I get it. It's not all real. A lot of it is produced, like, filmed in a certain way to make it look or feel a certain way. They get prompted, like, the producers ask them questions. It's like, do you love her? And then, like, don't let them leave until they Yeah, do you love say, her? But nope. I don't think it's fully scripted because it's still real people going through this stuff and they're in not, a their weird, part, like, their bubbled environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Very interesting. Very it's interesting. It's really cool. I just like listening to podcasts with people who have been on these reality TV shows. Because you get to know them. You get to get, yeah, and it's like a documentary almost. Right. About, <laughs> you guys know me and my documentaries. Oh but my God, um, that got so loud right there for them. <laughs> sorry, I apologize. Okay, this is not an ASMR podcast. Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> I just saved you guys. <laughs> okay. Well, our other recommendations. So if you guys are hungry. Food, While food you're watching all of this trashy, <laughs> trashy reality TV, we have a trashy food option for you. Taco uh, Bell nacho fries. Oh! <laughs> what a hot take. So good. I mean, Taco Bell is a staple, like, fast food, I feel like. But In America, yeah, the for sure. nacho fries. I, I know, super unpopular opinion. I don't really like Taco Bell. It's Wayne's. I love Taco Bell. Me and Riley, oh. So upsetting for him that I don't like Taco Bell. But <laughs> when you're broke and you need like just something that's gonna fill you up really good, and you get a butt ton of food, Taco Bell's the thing. <laughs> but nacho fries, the best fast food fry. I was telling Jenna, and they I keep think bringing them back is and nacho them away, fries. But they've been back for like 
a while now. So, and that's what I love. I nacho cheese. That is my guilty pleasure. Yeah, they give like, you a little cup of nacho cheese with your fries. Like pretzel bites and, and nacho cheese, fries and nacho cheese, nachos. I just love I sense it. a pattern. <laughs> I sense a trend. But what's really cool is they're like a dollar forty nine, and you get your own little big old. Like they don't chintz you on your nacho cheese. That's true. And they give you really good fries. And what makes these fries so good? It sounds ridiculous, but it is the seasoning. The seasoning is magic. <laughs> I'm convinced it's magical. <laughs> That's what makes them so the tasty. Seasoning on fries is what makes or breaks them. True fact. And how they're fried. Yeah. But that's what I mean. The, the like nacho but fries the biggest, themselves, the, yeah. the fries themselves, if they didn't have the seasoning, would not be that good because they're not like the crispiest or best. But the yeah. seasoning just really. Oh, if we could get that seasoning and put it on like a McDonald's oh, French right. fry or, or I know this is kind of unpopular, but an In N Out French fry. Oh, oh. baby. <laughs> In and out French fries are a weakness. Oh, baby. We just ate, but now I don't know. Well, <laughs> now we have an in and out coming uh, close to us, and it's going to mess up completely. The I'm so scared for the traffic it's going to cause, but I'm also very excited because in and out. <laughs> yep. As basic as that sounds. But yep. any other recommendations other than our nacho fry venture? Well, I was just talking to Wayne about how important this is, and I need to know if other people find this as important as me or if they know this fact. But Icy's are not the same as Slurpees. Very uh, slushies, like from 7-Eleven or just from any random gas station, like anywhere where you would get it in a cup, have like a frozen Freezes from Taco Bell? (coughs) Sorry. Uh, No, I totally Um, agree. But Icy's, it is just different. And and Wayne didn't know this before he knew me until we went on a date. Um, we went to the aquarium for like Valentine's Day and they had an icy machine there and I hadn't seen an icy machine in so long. And I was like, we have to get an icy. I was, was like, like, oh man, this woman has some issues. No, he's, like, just... he's like, it's not just a Slurpee. I'm like, no, 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 Yeah. She's no. like, no, icy is, is a one. It's, it's the magnum opus of slushies. It's just, oh, but I do oh. agree. Like the, the quality of slushies, no matter where you, I'm just going to refer to it as slight slushies because that's what I call them. But the quality of slushies varies greatly depending on yes. where you get it. I truly do believe that. So I see top golden tier. What is your favorite flavor? <laughs> is it Coca-Cola? Yeah. Well, yes. Well, if they yes. have a Dr. Pepper one, of course. Right. Dr. Pepper, um, but. I love colas, um, but there's something very nostalgic because the main icy flavors are the like cherry, cherry. and blue raspberry. Cherry And they're classic. just so good. Usually I don't like cherry. I don't I'll pick that. Blue raspberry, I don't pick that as flavors and anything else. But those as icies are so good. I like agree. we used to go to Lagoon, the amusement park in Utah. That's huge. Um, and my mom usually never liked to buy food in the park. Understandably so because it's freaking expensive. But we'd go for the day, like pack our lunch or whatever. And the treat she would always let us get was one red icy and one blue icy. And we would share them. And it was amazing <laughs> dude that yeah i feel like every family has like their own little treat thing that they do right yeah because like my little treat thing was me and my mom because i i grew up pretty broke when i was little like my parents were very penny pinching and we, we didn't have a lot and so it was a insane treat once a month my mom would take me to wendy's <laughs> and we'd sit down and we'd split a 99 cent chili oh. And then a 99-cent Caesar salad. I thought you were going to say Frosty, but it's like you said chili and salad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just imagine you as a little kid. You're like, chili! <laughs> 
It's true, man. Oh, I so love chili. <laughs> uh, just to give some oh a little bit of uh, a backstory. <laughs> Jenna's losing it right Sorry. now. No, it's so funny. Well, Wayne uh, still orders chili at restaurants <laughs> this day. Yeah, so. dude, Texas Roadhouse chili is banging. <laughs> Probably the best. It is the best non-homemade chili I've ever had. So if you guys have never had chili at Texas Roadhouse, it really is the truth. <laughs> and for birthdays, my mom would always make me my favorite meal, and it would be chili, my mom's homemade chili. Hmm. So good. So now you guys know I'm a fiend for chili. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's chili. Yeah, split. Can you just imagine like little yeah, Tyke so Wayne cute. chilling, eating us half a salad and, and chili for with sure my mom? You think it was a frosty? I'm sure my mom know. got some. Fro- I remember Frosties when I was little. I'm sure she got me Frosties sometimes. Yeah, but that's hilarious. Yep. So Wendy's is a special place in my heart. But yeah. But speaking of like family traditions and stuff, I just want to share this really fast because it was so special to me, and it also makes me very sad because. Yeah, we're not having kids. But if we were to, I couldn't even do this with them. Anyways, so it was called the Friday Tradition, which was so smart of my mom so that she could, like, shut us up whenever we went to any other grocery store or gas station, like, before the week. Because we knew on Friday that's when we can get a treat. So we never asked her for, like, treats from anywhere else except so on Friday. We'd go to the gas station. We'd go to pick out a treat. She'd, like, fill up with gas. And we'd go and grab a pizza. And then we'd go to Blockbuster. And we got to pick out a movie. Usually the you, girls got to pick a movie. Wow. And then my brother, this since the he's the only boy. the most 90s thing I've yeah, ever heard yeah. in my life. Since he's the only boy, would get to pick out like a movie. Or he would actually used to rent like video games from Heck, Blockbuster. That's why Ethan's so, so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Way more bang for your buck, man. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, I will never, I would never get to do that because. There's no video stores. Yeah, none. Well, the thing is, I never, I grew up in New Mexico and I don't think. Like, unless you were in the big cities in New Mexico, there's no blockbusters around. So I only went to local VHS stores. Okay. Like, and I grew up with VHSs. Like, yeah. straight up VHS I had, tapes. I had, like, I you had some of them, them too? Yes, okay, like, good. I had tons. I, my siblings for sure wouldn't remember. I still remember I it. Because I, I had Aristocats. Ah. Which is problematic. It's not the best, best movie now. <laughs> yeah, looking back <laughs> but, at it. Yeah. But, but that, I don't know why I just remember having that one on VHS. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like why that Fridays sad. were always my favorite day and they still are because like just because of that, like yeah. not, not to sound like old crotchety people, but like, it's just sad thinking that's the way video game and movie stores are going now. Like no. movie stores are n- non-existence now. Yeah. Like you have to get movies from like Walmart or an established place that is already Even chained. like thinking of buying a DVD though. Is like, foreign. Nah. Yeah. Like, like, I don't even no. own a DVD player. I, like I, I, we have playstation which can yeah, play movies and but. streams yeah like y- you can just stream any movie nowadays it's yeah. not i don't know it's which the, is awesome, the idea of sad. owning it <laughs> yeah. i guess but but it's sad because i love going into a video yes, game sco- store yeah. like even you have i feel have learned to like at least enjoy for five minutes walking into a GameStop or anything and just like looking at the switch section and seeing like and buying a game on the switch that i play for five minutes and then never touch again oh my goodness <laughs> this woman i just am so picky with what i like and once i like something i oh, am obsessed uh, as we've established it, so. anyway. but but <laughs> anyway, yeah <laughs> i it makes me so sad because that's the way video games are going to happen i think the only place you're going to be able to get video games pretty soon is like walmart and stuff yeah. because gamestop's been struggling for ages and unless it's a a local game store, I I think they're gonna cease to exist. So. Yeah, so it's just interesting. The digital age is upon us. I feel like we've gone through a lot of different stages, being the age that we are. You oh know yeah. What I mean, and our parents even more so, obviously. But kind of. Did you crazy. ever listen to cassettes? Uh no. I listened to cassettes. I had a Walkman. 
Nope, I had an iPod shuffle. It was like that tiny little square oh, the thing square with the clip. Thing where you the can't clip see thing. what the song <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember when I got my first iPod Nano. It was like, yeah. wow, that was life-changing. Technology. I was like, two whole gigabytes? <laughs> I, can, I can put like 500 songs <laughs> on this. Not even 500, I bet. That's so funny. But now I'm like, two gigabytes? I literally can't even put a photo on that. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Wow, super nostalgic. Are Anyways. F- <laughs> we're old. So yeah, that all all stemmed from nacho fries and icy. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a good tangent. This so is yeah. bronze tier. Um, now we want to go into our main thing that we teased last week and what's been going on with me and advice I can share and also just discuss and whatever. Anyways. Um, so I quit my job yesterday to start a new job. Um, it's been something I'm thinking about for a long time. Um, I was a probation officer, (laughs) which, um, I took the job because I majored in psychology. Wayne did too. We majored in psychology, minored in sociology. Um, I was working at a group home before this for teenage boys, which I did really enjoy. Um, it was just after COVID and stuff really wearing down on me, um, we were short staffed. The it was the like, establishment that you were working at, yeah. not necessarily the work. Right. That and, made it well, bad. and they were accepting boys that you don't usually accept because of how COVID mm. had had a strain, and mm. so I was. Yeah, it just was wearing me out. Not a anyway, safe working environment. Yeah. Continue. So I decided to take a job as the probation officer because um, I was just kind of thinking. Um, well, if anyone has to have a probation officer, like it might as well be me. I feel like I can be like helpful and encouraging and understanding. Yeah. And, um, help in that way. And it was also like super nice, like hours, benefits, like holidays off, weekends off, paid like time off, all that stuff, which I can see now they offer all that stuff because the job itself is not all so fine and dandy. So, um, and like I said, like the people there, they're awesome. I was treated well, but just getting more of an insight. And I know why the justice system is there. We obviously need it for a reason or else we would just fall apart. But I just don't think it's great for me um, just seeing, because I'm a lot more like I have a bleeding heart, like on the mercy side versus the justice side, just seeing some of the people really struggling like in the system and ending up just feeling more like a nag than someone who's being helpful was just not really sitting right with me. And then plus also, the pay isn't good for what you're doing either. Right. It's shocking how little. Yeah. Like you're not like getting I paid said, like the perks pennies, itself but, yeah. are good, but yeah. Anyway, so um, I was already thinking these things, um, but I don't have my master's degree yet. And a lot of jobs where we're at, if you want to pursue a psychology job, require where a master's or, degree. Or anywhere, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and if, Unless you want to work at a group home. Like, seriously. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Wayne and I, like, that's definitely in the talks. Um, we're just enjoying ourselves and life right now. Um, probably we'll put Wayne through a master's program before me since he graduated before me. But that's kind of a little bit out in the future for right now because we're we're happy with where we're at. But that being said, job-wise, I've always wanted to work with animals. I just chose to go the psychology route because I feel like I can be pretty empathetic. I like to be with people and listen to them. Um, Just like the brain fascinated me um, because I had wanted to be a veterinarian for a large part of my life until I realized that, oh... You have to take eight years of med and like biology to deal with with sad with 
sad sick, animals. Dying yeah. animals. Like, I would just be depressed. I actually think, and I don't know this 100% You'd last sure, five hours at a job like that. veterinarians have, like, the highest suicide rate. Are you serious? Of a lot of, of in maybe the medical arena of things because they have to <laughs> witness so much grief and suffering. That's true. For, like, from from innocent, both sides. Yes, for an yes, animal as well yeah, as, as an, the owner. An owner. I never yeah. thought about that. That so, sucks. Again, I, I am open to be corrected. I read that statistic somewhere because I follow a lot of vets on, <laughs> online um, and see a lot of TikToks and things like it's that. It's almost like it's your passion. Yeah. So... Um, I was kind of like let go of that because how are you going to make money working with animals if you're not like a vet? But come to find out, I've been doing a ton of dog sitting like I talked about and making like a decent chunk of money from that. Part-time. Part-time money yeah. for sure. And then um, Wayne, the, he boards Peanut at this place where we live and they posted a thing online how they were looking for groomers. Um, and so I contacted them. I don't have my grooming license yet, but I was thinking about doing that to do also on the side. Like, cause I'm like, oh, I'm already sitting all these dogs anyway. We have a nice mudroom space. Offer it as an extra thing. Yeah, exactly. And especially because when I was trying to get Benji in to get groomed, it was like so hard to find there's a place. Not, at least in, in Utah, in our area, yeah. there's very little competition such a shortage. when it comes to well, And grooming. such a shortage. And every, I see, because I'm part of a Facebook page uh, in our community, like the dogs of our community. And everyone's always like, where should I, is there any groomers around? Like, I need to get them in soon. And the soonest date is two months out. So I was like, ooh, I can make a good chunk of change. And then I see that this actual established business which I really do like them. I take the, I, t- I take Peanut there, especially back when it was just me and Peanut. Like, mm-hmm. I was not going to leave him with just anyone, especially kennels. Like, kennels don't get the yeah. best rap most of the time. But this kennel, I thought they were a chain because they were so, like, everything was pristine, and big, and professional. Facility. Yeah, but it's a mom and pop mom. place. And they, so they just have different sections. It looks like a massive, almost like barn, but with, like, kind of garage doors split into sections so there's like a small dog section a large dog section and then a more like wants to keep to themselves (laughs) dog section Mm -hmm. and their like philosophy is they get to be outside like roaming all day so they're only in the kennel to sleep at night yeah which i never knew so that's a great they just have great pricing for that too that's crazy i i got offered the job i was like i'm just gonna look into it like i might as well just see and wayne is so awesome like this i'm it's like why married you Don't make me blush. Well, I guess they can't see me blushing, so I'm not blushing. Well, it's just super special how supportive he is because I will be taking a pay cut for taking this job. But he's always been so supportive regardless of my choice, Um, but really encouraging me to do like he's like, we'll figure it out. If this is what you want to do, do it. If this is your passion, do it. That's the most important. The most important thing is that you're happy. He didn't even like, you know, blink twice about um, encouraging me to do what I want. So that's super special. Um, I think that's the biggest dude. Life is way too short to do something that you don't truly enjoy. Cause let's face it, you're working full time. That's a huge chunk of your life. Yeah. And if you're just feeling blah and plateaued, that is awful. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's like half your life down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> like not necessarily down the toilet, but it's not as good as it could be. I'd much rather have Jenna, not because I witnessed her kind of plateau out. Like she was finally realizing I'm really good at this job, but it's not fulfilling me. Yeah. And I'd much rather see her passionate and like alive with energy about her job 
and just make a little bit less money. Like, who cares? That's way yeah. cooler. Plus, the but, grooming uh, side. Yeah, yeah so I'm only making that. less money now because I'm starting out just as a regular Just as a staff. staff which and, I will and, still love. And she's their only hire, too. Yeah. So she's in with this business now. So, um, but I am uh, sending in all my stuff for the grooming school right now and I could make a ton as a groomer I already know that the business itself has been advertising that quote like a groomer is coming so they already so like, she has asked exclusive about it rights. all the time mm-hmm. um, and so I will have a built in clientele once I actually start so I'm very excited about it it's something I'm passionate about I also just wanted to share that too to like validate people who like I just went to school for four years for a psychology degree that has literally nothing to do with what I'm about to do I don't need any qualifications for and so that's a little frustrating but I still am only I'm only 23 like I'm still figuring it out maybe I will go back to school and do a master's program maybe I won't they they call it a midlife crisis because it's uh, your age 40 though (laughs) <laughs> so think about it that way. Don't don't even think about anything till you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have plenty of time. Right. So just do what genuinely makes you happy. And if you have an opportunity that comes up that you think you want to do, go for it. And I am like, I was hesitant about it. I'm just regurgitating all the advice I was given. Yeah. And I think Jenna just needed the push from me to just, and the, yeah. and the opinions from others too. Yeah. But a big push from me to just do it. Because she's yeah. very careful. She's very logical sometimes when it comes to especially things like when it comes to money yeah and what's the smartest on paper decision to do um but i think it's going to turn out really well and even if it doesn't i think the worst that could the worst thing could happen that could happen is you look back and you're like wow i didn't try that and i don't know what could have happened well exactly and you know what i find really interesting like just as an example like all the people that are super successful, like let's use um, like YouTube, for instance, or like streamers, for instance, if you guys are familiar with that space. All of the big streamers, it is shocking how many of them were just like, you know what? I gave myself a year or two and I just went as hard as I could during mm-hmm. that year or two. And it's usually in their early 20s when they don't have too much going on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I just told myself I'm going to try this and go as hard as I can because I really feel passionate about it. I really feel like I could do something with this. And if it doesn't happen in that time, at least I know I tried and I right, can move on. Right, exactly. And you have and, – and almost every one of them said that that are successful. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that if you're passionate about something, take the risk but give it your all during that time. Give yourself like a set time limit. If you're worried that you're just going to keep trying forever, give yourself a set time limit. And if you see any sort of success, extend the time limit. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. I, I'm a oh, big believer sure. of that. Yeah. So follow your passion. You know in your gut like what you want to do. Outsource to people around you. Like Wayne was a huge help, so supportive because obviously we are a unit, mm. you know. But then also my friends, like every single one of them that I was like, should I do that? They're like, just the way you talk about it, like, and in the long run, in the grand scheme of things, like, money is not the most important thing. Your happiness is, and so, and I still will be making money. <laughs> like, I'll still it's be It's not fine. like she's, it's like, just, making half of what she made. It'll just be, like, a little It's just enough to where it. we need to adjust for a second, and then once we adjust, it's just normal. Yeah. So. And like once I said, once I once I become a groomer, I'm gonna get so good. I'm excited I'm to have grooming. a sugar yeah. mama. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to just be spoiled so, rotten. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. Oh yeah. So that'll be. <laughs> but cool. yeah. So that is like the first part of it. But the second part. 
that I wanted to talk about because I also outsourced for this and got a ton of feedback on it um, was quitting your job. I have shared before, um, it was a whole episode, episode two, about um, struggles with anxiety, how I have generalized anxiety disorder and how I'm medicated for it. Um, And I've just always, always, always like I just had such a problem around like quitting jobs, like calling. I've literally never called in sick to a job one time. Like the only days I've ever missed of my job have me, been man. like asked, like re- like requested days off. Like I just get so much anxiety surrounding like thinking like I might be fired. I might get in trouble. I might like someone might talk to me the wrong way. Like, I don't know. It just is something I have not been able to let go of yet. Definitely trying to work on that. Um, so I posted a thing and, um, left like a comment box, you know, and was like, any advice about how to not have crippling anxiety over quitting your job? And I got a lot of responses that I wanted to share because I also got a lot of responses that were like, Hey, if you get any good advice on this, please let me know because same. And so I just want to share some of the ones that I got that were really impactful to me and hopefully resonate with someone who might be struggling with this. So Um, one of them was know that you must take care of yourself first. They'll be fine. Putting in two weeks is great. You've got this. (laughs) Um, I am terrible at quitting jobs, (laughs) but just be honest and remember to breathe. And then someone just asked a question. What's the worst thing that could happen? Which is really valid. What is the worst thing that could happen? They get mad and then you don't see them again. <laughs> like you're literally quitting. Like, yeah. well, my the way I described it to Jenna, I was like, most of these people or your bosses or your employers, they've been through this a million times before. Yeah. It's almost a hundred percent of the time they've been through this a million times with other people. Yeah, and I know and it's s- illogical. Like I know I shouldn't be anxious about it. It has always turned out okay. I have never had someone get like mad at me. It's always been very understanding and oh, we're sorry to lose you. But for some reason, I just have so much anxiety surrounding it so um another one which I really liked myself I needed to hear it was you don't owe them anything just send an email (laughs) which you could do it's Mm -hmm. true like you're just working for a business and this is another thing I told Jenna I was like you're putting in your two weeks which is literally respectful like you could literally quit and walk out right then and there you don't have you don't owe them two weeks at all Mm-hmm. But you're giving them two weeks notice so that they can prepare for your absence and you're still working there. Right. So it's a respectful thing to do. It's never – an employer an employer should never be upset about someone putting in their two weeks because it could that be worse the and they could – yeah, possibly do it. Exactly. You could have easily just been like, well, I quit. I'm not coming in. Sorry. Or you didn't even – you could have just ghosted and <laughs> never showed up ever <laughs> but again. But I want to use them as – if you want to use someone as a recommendation, put in your two weeks. Yes, it's true. It's true. It's better to not burn bridges just in case. Yes, but technically you could just run away. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and then just like two more because I think these ones are really great and insightful. Um, just know it's the right thing for you. Your boss can be mad for a second, but it is not about them. Then the other one is make it a positive thing. You're growing and they helped you to do that. Thank them. It's easier. Mm. So I I don't know. Just a lot of good advice that really gave me confidence. You know, talked to my mom. She gave me a pep talk <laughs> before doing it. And it was totally fine. Literally, I was told my employer what was going on. He was like, darn it. He literally, <laughs> he goes, Darn it. We're going to miss you. But working with dogs is probably more fun than working with people. <laughs> and, and then he's like, does Wayne, Wayne want a job? Because <laughs> they know so, like, that I'm I'm very qualified for yeah. that position. <laughs> so just kind of funny that 
it, you know, I just, it was a good opportunity, again, to tell anxiety to suck it, because it wasn't right or correct at all. It turned out 100% fine. I did it. I'm moving on. Um, so yeah, I will be starting uh, that new job. I'll have to keep you guys updated about how that goes, but I'm really excited about it. So follow your dreams and quit your jobs if you want to. <laughs> yeah. What a stereotypical podcast yeah. we have here. Um, yeah. Uh, you said everything that I said. I it, You've got me all hyped up. Now I just want to try stuff I've never tried before. Yeah. Yep. Do it. Let's do, do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Publish a book do whatever <laughs> start a podcast <laughs> wow we're hey. really living the dream no it's been good we've kept up with it longer than i thought we would yeah and we must continue now we just keep having content i guess yeah. as long as we have content <laughs> because of you luscious listeners <laughs> i hope they don't feel awkward after that <laughs> but yeah so um we'll just round it out i think with a little pet corner Um, since we're already on the topic kind of of dogs, um, since that will be my career now, um, doing a lot more dog sitting this week, um, just cause we took that week off of work for our, um, wedding and honeymoon and And our expensive COVID COVID tests. So we're like going ham on (laughs) doing extra money, dog sitting. Um, and I just wanted to share that it is so important to socialize your dog um, in the early stages. Obviously, if you have a rescue, um, that can be different because they can be older and set in their ways. There's still things you can do. There's tons of resources like um, online. Talk to a trainer, whatever. But if you Literally get a puppy... Literally everything is available on the internet. Yes, All exactly. info you need. So. But if you have a puppy, like if you get it from an early age, socialize it, socialize it, socialize it. Because you're in for a rough time if not um we're watching this corgi right now and she is so cute like cute looking yeah yeah, well it's a corgi and she's so nice to people like she loves me and wayne she gets super excited to see us but she is so mean to to our dogs and And our dogs are the chillest dogs ever they're so nice she's a little standoffish she kind of prefers her own space and so i was like okay you know because I, he had already booked and I like didn't want to turn him down and I can handle situations, you know? If he's a little standoffish, so yeah. is our little Lucy. And she's, like, she's not mean. She just no. does her own thing. And exactly. She's and, and, but it'll be like, Benji was like chilling on the couch by himself when she walked up to him and tried and to he, rip like, his face turned, off, turned his head towards her and she bit him. And I was like, what? Like, it's just, it's just weird seeing her initiate contact with other animals and then and try to mad. bite them when yeah. they react. Because I would totally understand if Benji was getting up in her space and in her face, like when she's trying to like rest or be on her own, then I understand because we were prepared for that. But she is trying to pick fights and it's just not cool. Um, so And again, each dog has their own personality and we talk about this all the time that personality is what's Overlooks. important, not looks. Yeah, so many people, like, like Jenna was saying, when you get a puppy... I know it's hard not to go after the cutest one. Because... But I've never done that, personally. I don't know why. But I, I'm all about personality when it comes to a pet. Because, I don't know. Personality is way cuter in the long run. Like, it's so true. it's so fun to have, like, Benji, for instance. Jenna really lucked out with him. He is literally just a good-hearted oaf. He's like... <laughs> yeah. He Aww, is he... such an airhead, but he is so loving. And there's Loyal, not a mean bone yeah. in his body. Yeah. Like, and with a personality like that, you can get past anything else. Yeah. And he's very freaking cute at the same time, which yeah. is a huge lu- luck factor. But that but, was a big thing. Yeah. When I went to see him, I did go 
because I liked the way he looked. But I had to meet him in person. Exactly. And when I did, he wa- it was him and one other puppy who they were deciding to keep. Otherwise, maybe I would have debated getting mm. the other one. Mm-hmm. But it was only him and one other puppy that ran over to me and my brother because he had come come with me and we're like licking our hands like so excited to see us all the other puppies were just playing with each other mm-hmm. they wanted to see us and but then also when i picked him up he just snuggled right up to me and he and i was like okay perfect combo yep like this is my dog so test the waters and see their personality yeah. just make sure it's right for you think it through which <laughs> it's funny that i'm giving this advice because i'm the person that's like wants to bring every animal home under no. the sun but um Personality, very important, and socializing, very important. So take them to dog parks, arrange play dates. Like. And we don't want this to deter you from getting a rescue of some sort because yeah. rescues can still have great personalities. For sure. Even our little Lucy, she's been through the roughest life imaginable, and we've seen her personality completely blossom now that yeah. she's feeling safe and secure. She's almost a totally different dog than the first day we got her. Yeah. She's never been mean, but she's been so, like, reclusive and like very calm and like mm-hmm. very but now she's playing like she played with us for the first time today like she initiated <laughs> with us play like she'll play us. with benji and peanut a little a little bit yeah but she's yeah. still learning but then she played with us so it was very cute yeah it so. can be more rewarding honestly in a lot of ways to have a rescue and then witness yeah. that yeah so. absolutely so yep love love the animals <laughs> yep. lots of animals in this podcast i'm yeah. sure it uh I'm sure everyone's happy with that. Yep, I am. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think that is it for this week. Yeah, a little so. bit longer of a podcast, but yeah, hopefully it was uh, entertaining. <laughs> Quite the array of subjects in mm-hmm. all different uh, orders. <laughs> so <laughs> starting with like uh, vaccines and then ending with pets and animals yeah how on brand (laughs) yep yep super on brand so i i don't know any uh any uh hints that we can give to what our next podcast will be about i don't even know (sighs) not off the top of my head so guess you're another mystery one another surprise (laughs) but we love all of you guys who are listening especially if you made it to this point yeah we appreciate you a lot and it does help knowing that people actually listen Listen. to this yeah it just makes me feel more like connected to my friends (laughs) yeah yeah. that they care about me and listening to this and probably learn i bet our friends are learning some stuff about us that they didn't know it's just cool to think about our friends getting to know things about us like you just said and then also just complete strangers too yeah so yep well i think that is it so we will try to be consistent again and be recording on sundays and uploading usually on on mondays Mondays. um now that we have our uh life's back in order yeah (laughs) yeah it'll be pretty uh pretty back in pattern so yeah okay well have a good weekend we love you (laughs) all right stay safe